Let's make today the day you start the business that will change your life. You'll learn how at Income School. Income School is about taking your income into your own hands by creating a website that people will love, building a following, and earning a living online. And now your host, Jim Harmer. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Income School podcast. I really appreciate those of you who have taken just a second to go to iTunes and write a review of the podcast. That means a lot to me, and I really do appreciate that feedback. Uh, I, I read through every single one. There aren't many yet, uh, but I but I, I really appreciate uh, those, those of you who are taking the time to do that. On today's episode, we're going to talk about developing a publishing routine. It may sound like a little bit of a little bit of a bland topic, but the truth is that if I could credit credit one thing with you succeeding or failing with your online business, it would be whether or not you get into a publishing routine. And I'm going to give you some some tips that have really helped propel my websites uh, by by implementing them in this episode. But I want to start by giving you a little bit of an introduction to what we're doing. Basically, I want you six months from now to have a tremendous amount of content on your website. Every time you put a piece of content on your website, an article, a YouTube video, you put a podcast out, whatever kind of content you're creating, every single time you put a a piece of content out, it's like one street going into this downtown hub. So, you know, you are you want to build up your, your city, you know, kind of like SimCity. You're trying to build up your city. And every time you create an article, it's another road coming into the downtown area. It's more traffic coming into where you want them to be on your website. Well, the more roads you have going into your downtown, the more traffic you're going to get in this world. And I want you to have a lot of traffic. Now, the reason that it's difficult for people to start a new website and have enough faith to build up in to build it up into a large website is because we often, you know, you start out small, you have 3 articles on your website, well, that's three little roads. You're in this tiny little hick redneck town, <laughs> and there's not a lot of traffic, and so it's gonna have it's gonna be difficult to get the motivation and faith to keep writing, keep building those roads, so that you can eventually have hundreds of website, hundreds of pieces of content on your website. And when you do have those hundreds of pieces of content on your website, you're going to get traffic. It's just hard to have the faith in that right now because you can't see it yet. You, you haven't seen the, the rewards of, of your work because you haven't done the work yet. But I promise you, if you'll get into a publishing routine and you'll just be tough with yourself and every single day put out a piece of content, six months from now, four months from now, you're going to have a business. And all that I've been talking about in the previous episodes of Income School about the benefits of, of what it did for me and my family, how incredible it is to go to sleep and wake up and I just I earned money while I was sleeping last night. It's amazing. Last week, last week, I took three days off to spend some time with family and do different things that I wanted to do, go camping with my wife and my kids. I came home. The business is great and it's earning money. So that's it's an incredible benefit that you can receive. But if you want to get there, it's going to take some consistent effort for a little while. You aren't going to be able to see the rewards of your work. 
but you're building those roads and pretty soon, not very long from now, you can have that if you're the one who will keep up the faith and keep doing that work to get there. All right, so let's talk about developing a publishing routine. The first thing that I want you to understand is that we have big hits and we have little hits. We have tiny little side roads and we have highways going in into our town. Now, the what I usually see is when somebody starts a website, they build a lot of highways when they should really be building the tiny little dirt roads first. So what I mean by that is, let's say I were to write an article today on 21 uh, wedding photography tips. Well, I'm never going to rank for a keyword like wedding photography tips in Google. Not a chance. No way Google is going to give that big of a keyword that probably gets oh, well over, I mean, pro- I would guess maybe 5 million searches a month for just general wedding photography tips. That's a big keyword. Um, So if you're a brand new website, you're competing against websites that have been around for years. Google knows they usually produce good content. Their website loads fast. And so Google's going to give the the result to them. But you're a new website, and so you can't compete like that on a big, super highway kind kind of article. We're looking for little dirt roads right now. So you might, instead of, you know, 15 wedding photography tips that, w- that would apply to a lot of people, what if we find a, a small subset of people who search it that there may not be content out, out there for them at all, such as how to shoot a night wedding with a Nikon D3200 camera? Well, now we're talking. That's a very small search term. But probably there's no article anywhere on the internet that talks about that. So who do you think Google is going to try? with the result well you're a new guy you're the up-and-comer but you're the only guy who has the content on that so you're gonna get the result now that's how I want you to start is by working on dirt roads first but if you only work on dirt roads and you don't have any quick hits of traffic, I promise you're going to fizzle out. So I recommend a blended approach. I'm going to, I have already talked about how to get traffic to new websites in a previous episode of the Income School podcast. I think it was episode six. Definitely go back to that if, if you're worried about traffic. But um, today we're going to apply those principles into developing that publishing routine. So if you want that big hit, then we're going to have to find traffic other than Google to get it there, such as a podcast, Pinterest, StumbleUpon, Reddit. We're going to have to kind of bait those sites to get to get their traffic to come in quick. So we're going to make a blended approach. What I'd like you to do is spend four days out of every week working on a quick hit traffic. You know, we're going to write maybe that 15 wedding photography tips article, but we're going to make a beautiful pin for Pinterest uh, on that article. And we're really, we we realize Google isn't going to give us this traffic, but we're going to make this article and and it's Pinterest bait. We're going to pin it on Pinterest, try to get our friends to pin it on Pinterest and see if we can get that to spread. That is is going to work really well. And I want you to do that kind of thing four days of the week. A podcast, I would also consider a quick hit because you're usually in new and noteworthy and so you get new traffic. So I'm we're going to look for that kind of thing at the start. We're going to look for those quick hit kind of thing of, of super highways to your website four days out of the week. Two days out of the week, I want you to build those long tail keywords, those those lesser searched for things that you can get. Now, the reason I want you to spend 70% of your time working on, on the big hit quick win kind of articles and 
30% of your time working on the slower things is because the slower keywords, they aren't going to give you enough traffic to get real excited about your website and keep you motivated, but they are going to build up your traffic over time. You know, once you have a hundred of those small little articles on just tips for niche things that not a whole lot of people are searching for, you're probably going to be getting, you know, a hundred people a day on your website from those hundred articles. It's only one person, but if you have those hundred articles, now you're getting a hundred people every month that over time that can really, really build up to have that kind of information on your site. So we're going to work on that blended approach to, to our publishing routine. Now, first, um, I, I want to talk about the different ways that I'd like to see you building your traffic in the beginning. I've already mentioned them a little bit, but I want to get in a little bit more depth. So Google traffic we talked about, super highway and the, and the road, but then also the Pinterest traffic. Uh, you, you, with Pinterest, we have to think specifically for women because Pinterest is over 90% women. And so you have to kind of think about, about things that are going to appeal to women. A shirtless, bare-chested, superhuman, strong, good-looking man is going to look really good on Pinterest. That's going to that's gonna do really well. But you also want to think about um, the headlines that you'd like. Um, something like, um, you know, 15 ways for moms to, to, uh, to bond with a baby. Oh, it's going to be a big hit. That's going to work really well. Or um, 10... 10, 10 super calorie cutting foods or, you know, something like that. Women are interested in a, in a lot of that kind of thing. You might uh, also write about, um, you know, the, just the way that you style your posts. You're going to want it to appeal to women. Now, women don't just like pink things, uh, but you're going to want it to look pretty. Uh, guys guys uh, just have a different aesthetic for design. So think about how, how a woman is going to, to like it because it is 90% women. If we're going to uh, look at, at uh, you know, other things like StumbleUpon, that's more of a geeky audience. Uh, it is more male than it is female on StumbleUpon, so we're going to want to kind of change for that. So you want to kind of write your article, make your content with how you're going to market it in mind. Think of that really catchy headline, and I have some tips for you later on how to get those great headlines. Um, and then podcast, again, is a great way to get new traffic. But if you're just releasing episodes and you're not doing real well on new and noteworthy, you may want to do something like an interview. If you interview somebody, then after the interview, you can send them a, an email and say, hey, thanks for, for uh, you know being on my podcast. Your episode was released today. Um, I've pre-written you a tweet uh, of 144 characters that you can post on your Twitter. I noticed you're active there. And then they can just copy and paste. Boom, it's on there with a link to it. Or a Facebook message. Uh, uh, here's the the HTML code for a link to to link on your website to me um, and you can link to show that you were featured on this podcast. You know, spend the time to do that kind of thing. But when you're interviewing something, someone, it's tempting with a new podcast and a new website that you're going to go for the 
big celebrity in your in your niche. Now that's a good thing, but they're less likely to post about uh, the the podcast when it goes up. That's what I've found. Is actually it's the medium names in your industry that usually give me the the biggest hit in traffic because they may have never been on a podcast before and they don't get interviewed as often. So when it does happen, they're pretty excited about it and they want to share it to their audience. So find those kind of medium names in your industry and do an interview podcast because that may bring more traffic over a, a new new source of traffic than if you just did a solo episode on your podcast like this one right now. And then for YouTube, we're really going to have about the same strategy as, as with a Google search result, but you can usually go for a little bit bigger of a keyword than you could with an article. So uh, we use the example of the wedding photography tips article. On YouTube, I, I probably wouldn't encourage you to make the you know 15 wedding photography tips right away because uh, it's still too big of a keyword. People that have an established YouTube channel are probably going to beat you on that particular keyword. So I wouldn't do that, but we can go a little bit bigger than with an article because YouTube is still, it's still young. There still aren't a lot of us really established channels. And so YouTube gives, gives the new guy a little bit more of a chance than the general Google search. So I, you know, create a, do a niche topic for your YouTube video, but, but, but you don't have to go as niche as you would otherwise. So, uh, YouTube can be a great source of traffic for new, um, for new websites. All right. So I, again, I said, we're going to spend 70% of our time on quick wins, the articles that can get traffic right away from another source and 30% on the long-term kind of traffic that could be getting traffic three years from now, but probably won't get more than one or two people this month. All right. So we're going to apply that to our weekly schedule. I want you to have every day of the week with what type of content you're going to publish. Now, this is going to differ dramatically depending on just your business model. If you, you know, you just want to set up a blog right now, that's fine. You can do that. Uh, but what I'd kind of like you to, to do is kind of spread yourself out a little bit. We don't need to be on every, um, you know, every social media platform and everything out there. But I, I would like to see you spread yourself a little bit because you may find that you're better at some channels than others. You may find that you're actually kind of a lousy podcaster. Uh, you're, you're just not real good at talking, but maybe you're great at writing those articles. Or maybe you uh, you can fire up the, the webcam or your cell phone and do a quick video for YouTube and that feels great to you, but your writing skills just aren't quite as strong as you'd like. So I'd like to see you do a blended approach at this beginning, especially because you're going to find you're better at some areas than in others. And some uh, people will recognize it and you'll get more traffic from others. So your, your week publishing schedule may look like this. Monday, I'm going to write a Pinterest bait article. I'm going to think of a cool headline that women, that women especially would really like, you know, spend half an hour looking on Pinterest, getting ideas for kind of tapping into that mentality. Look at what kind of pictures they're using. I'm going to buy a stock photo. And then I'm going to write a really cool quick tip kind of article that people might really enjoy for Pinterest. Then on Tuesday, I'm going to write a major feature article over 2,500 words. Just I'm going to really spend my time, maybe spend three hours and think of non-obvious tips for whatever it is that I want to teach. I'm going to write that big feature article. Then on Wednesday, I'm going to release a podcast episode. 
Thursday, I may want to do something off-site. Maybe that's my day that I write a guest blog post. Now, personally, I do almost nothing off-site. I have not found it to give big returns, but I'm in the minority. A lot of bloggers spend a lot of time writing guest posts on other people's website to get traffic to themselves. For me personally, every time I do that, I regret it because it doesn't bring in the traffic that I was hoping that it would, and I find that I really would have just had a better return if I published that content on my own website and got traffic from it over time. But that's just personal preference. I don't like doing a lot of off-site stuff, but maybe it'll work for you. Uh, it's just just kind of depends on how you want to work. Then Friday, maybe I want to write a quick 500, 750-word kind of blog post, that really long tail kind of stuff that's going to build up over time. And then Saturday, maybe I'll do a quick YouTube video. Now, YouTube videos can take a tremendous amount of time if you want. I, in the past, have spent a lot of effort on on producing YouTube videos. What I have found is on the YouTube videos where I spent three days making it just awesome, I mean, Hollywood quality kind of stuff, they didn't do any better than the the video where I just grabbed my cell phone in selfie mode, pressed record, and just gave a quick tip on this or that. And so I would not go crazy on your YouTube video quality. At least that's been my experience. Other other people may may have may see that differ. But for me, uh, I think the most important thing is you just create it. Now I always have good lighting and good audio in my YouTube videos. I, I've invested in some good mics and lighting, and I have all the resources for what video camera I use, what uh, what microphone, what lighting, everything. Just go to incomeschool.com slash tools, and there I'll tell you, you know, all that kind of information, what email host I use, what what uh, web hosting provider I use, who my web guy is if I need some custom work done on my website, my, uh, you know, what accountant to choose if you need an accountant for your business. I mean, I have everything on there, all the WordPress plugins I use. Uh, so if you're ever looking for, ha. Ah, you know, you start researching what microphone to use, just go to incomeschool.com slash tools, and I've probably done the research for you. You can find out something that'll work. Um, but quick YouTube videos. Okay, so that's our publishing schedule. I leave Sundays off. I don't work on Sundays. Uh, I like to dedicate that day to church and family, and so I don't do any work ever on Sundays. Um, so for me, it's in starting a website, I would do six days a week. Uh, you may find that you really can only do five. That's fine. But let's not go less than that. You can get out a piece of content if you really are, are dedicated to it. If you wanted to make a YouTube video right now, you really could. I mean, just grab your cell phone out of your pocket, think of a topic, and just start talking. You know, spend two minutes searching on the web for some tips to kind of give you some in interesting information to share, and then start talking. Uh, if you want to write a, a blog post, you can. Don't allow yourself excuses. This is about getting content out the door, building those roads into your downtown so things can really start moving. All right, so we have our schedule about what's going to happen every single day of the week. But I really want you to be successful with this. I don't want to see you fail because this is what's going to make or break your business is how 
how dedicated you can be to producing content. It doesn't matter if you have the coolest looking logo, the slickest looking website design, your website loads in under one second every time, you have a great product to sell, you have good information. If you don't have the content to support your website, I promise your business is going to fail every single time. It doesn't stand a chance. You have to have the content. You're working on a blogging business. Blogging is what makes you the money. You know, making the product, doing all that other stuff to make your branding look good, that's great. Do that, sure. But you have to have the content out there. All right, so six quick tips to help you stick to your schedule. First of all, no cheater days unless you want cheater results. You know, if you're just tired on Thursday night and you just go to bed, you just missed out on on the result. You know, four months from now when you could have an audience, you're going to be stuck another month of, of not having that audience and writing to the wind before anybody gets there. So no cheater days I, unless you want cheater results. Right now I'm dieting again. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to lose. I, I'm, I got down to the normal guy weight, you know, just average dude. And now I really want to lose weight to get to my ideal weight. If you've ever searched that, by the way, on Google and you're, you're looking for your ideal weight, you might be shocked what it actually wants you to weigh. I thought, ah, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I'm working on, an, on, on dieting, getting down perfect. I've been exercising a lot. I just finished another half marathon. Uh, but, but what I've learned in dieting is that if you take a cheater day, you're going to get cheater results. It just slows things down it's gonna it's just gonna demotivate you because you aren't gonna see those quick results it's not gonna help you by by feeling like you're getting breaks along the way the best way to succeed in blogging is to see quick results that's motivating it's not motivating to take days off the next tip is to get help if you possibly can this is especially true if you're married when you're married, everything is a joint effort. You got to do everything together or else it's just not going to succeed. Just like dieting and exercise. Um, you know, I, I had such a hard time doing it. And then when I started doing it with my wife, it was easy because we could keep each other motivated. So the same is true with your blog. If you're married, you need to at least get your spouse on board for sure. It's so difficult if, you know, you have a vision for this business and you really want it to succeed. And, you know, it's not going to take a lot of money uh, to start a blog. I started with a tiny little junky six inch netbook and uh, a $5 per month hosting plan. That's how I began. Uh, it's not going to take a whole lot of money, but whatever money you do spend, you're going to have to explain that to your spouse, why it is that you're spending money and time on your new venture. So get on the same page with somebody who can help. Uh, one of my brothers-in-law is is really doing an awesome job with a, a new blog at 101homeschoolideas.com. And he is working with his wife. He's doing the podcast and a lot on the website, but his wife is publishing an article every day while he's doing the podcast. And that kind of... that kind of working as a team, I mean, that that's going to give you so much quicker results and it's going to help you to stay motivated. So if you can get help to work with somebody else, boy, do it. That's going to help you so much. But at least 
Get the people around you, the people closest to you, get them on the same page. Explain to them what you're doing, why you're passionate about. If they don't understand, give them this podcast and give them episode one where I talked about my story of getting started in blogging and make sure the people around you can be a little bit of a support group. Tip number three is never publish twice on the same day. Always schedule it out. So before you start your daily publishing routine that I want you to get on for at least four months, I'd like to see you create one week worth of content before you jump and say, okay, I refuse to go to bed now before I get my content out. Before you start that sprint, I want you to have one week of content ready. Because then, you know, if you're just, deathly ill or for me the toughest one is if I'm visiting relatives going to a family reunion or something pretty tough to get out that content that day uh, where I just have to 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 spend time doing that you know if I want to go camping with the kids I want to have a couple articles in you know in the basket ready to use uh, for those days where you know I I really could do it it's not a lack of motivation but it's really going to take away from family if I do it that day so have a little bank of articles small you know five maybe ten uh, that you can publish on those days where it, where you're just making a conscious choice that it wouldn't be a good day to do to do some work. You need to take that day off and spend with family. So uh, don't don't publish twice on the same day on in WordPress in on YouTube and for your podcast whatever whatever platform you're using now even on Facebook you can schedule things out if you have a Facebook fan page and you like to publish you know a few times a week write a few status updates and schedule them out you can schedule them out over a year uh, and then you can just be let things run on autopilot so schedule some things out and have that bank of content. And then the next thing, and this is huge. I've never heard about anybody, any internet marketers doing this. So I think I maybe may have created this idea, uh, but I, but it is creating a hit list and it has made it a humongous difference for me. So what I do is I just spend uh, one day, several hours just looking for headlines for my articles, a title for an article, a title for a podcast, a title for a YouTube video. And then I have a Google Doc just called Jim's Hit List. And I have, I mean, hundreds of headlines in there that I would like to write. And by doing that, when I sit down on Thursday night and it's like, oh man, I'm tired, I want to go to bed, but I'm committed, I'm gonna just spend 20 minutes and crank this sucker out, just a quick article, then I don't have to do any time when I'm kind of not feeling that inspired anyway, thinking of a clever headline and and some good keywords to write about. Um, I, I have that hit list with hundreds of articles that I'd like to write or have written by a guest, guest blogger for me. And then I can post those things on the website. So how do you create those, those hit lists? Because one question I get a lot from people who have a new website is, you know, what am I going to write about? You know, I can think of about 10 articles to write and then I'm kind of stuck. Well, uh, a few things you can do. First, the first and probably the easiest way to do this, if you have a hard time thinking of what you want to write, kind of these more niche keywords, is to use a program. The one that I've always used is Market Samurai, and it's kind of junk right now. Uh, Google made some changes to its al- to um, 
to how they're publishing the the information from Google searches, and it really crippled Market Samurai. It's really slow and clunky, clunky to use. It's kind of a dinosaur right now, so I would not recommend Market Samurai, even though that's what I've used for so long. What I'm using now is LTP. So if you go to IncomeSchool.com/LTP, I'll link you over to the soft that software that I'm using. It's not terribly expensive. It's it's under a hundred dollars. You can get a monthly subscription with it, but I don't. I just do the the hundred dollar one, and it works really great. You can just type in general keywords. Like, sorry, it's just on my mind. I don't know why I keep talking about photography. Probably because I that's what I blog about most of the time. But you know, you might type in wedding photography tips uh, or wedding photography is your keyword, and then it'll come up with a whole bunch of articles, article keywords that people are searching, like how to shoot a night wedding with an Icon D3200 and no flash, or you know, just all those kind of random things that you may not even ever consider that somebody would be searching. So go to incomeschool.com slash LTP. Uh, you know, I, I don't want you to spend a whole lot of money to get get your website started because I think sometimes that's just an excuse for not doing a, a, a good job and, and getting to work on your site. But if you do have a little bit of money to invest, you know, even if I were only spending 400 bucks on my website to get a new one going, uh, yeah, I might spend one of those $100 on, on LTP. I think it works really good um, to... to Build up that bank of articles so that you can just crank out content quickly without thinking. But if you don't want to spend any money at all on your keyword research, Google can still give away great keywords. You just have to be, you just have to think about it a little bit. So Google Instant Search is probably turned on for you by default. So if I start, if I go over to Google, and let's say I'm researching. Uh, oh, recently I bought a projector because uh, we moved into a new house and I thought, oh, you know, it'd be kind of fun if we could invite uh, some friends over on weekends. And and I had a projector in the backyard and we could watch a big movie on the side of the house uh, with a projector, just invite some friends, you know, have a barbecue at night. Uh, I thought that'd be kind of a fun summer activity. And so as I was, was researching, you know, what projector to buy, I was looking for, for websites that could do that. So it, let's say I, I'm starting a website on how to do a backyard theater uh, that's you know going to be a small affiliate you know you probably couldn't earn a full-time income on a small website like that but a lot of people want to have you know five or six very small websites and, and that's their full-time income so if that's you and you don't want to build you know one big authority website like I've done if you want to build a, a bunch of smaller websites then that may be a great keyword for you to start because there was no information out there. Um, so if I wanted to start that website and I said, okay, I'm going to make my hit list for the Backyard Theater, uh, I might start typing into Google. I'll just go to google.com and start typing um, Backyard T-H-E for theater and then see what instant results it gives you. It's going to show you similar results uh, or similar searches to that so you can click on one and not have to type the rest of them. And if I, if I do that, in fact, I'm going to do it right now. Let's see what Google says. I'm just going to go to google.com and I'm going to start typing backyard theater. Okay, and now it's going to give me a backyard theater systems, backyard theater ideas, Back, uh, backyard theater projector and so I think okay let's take the backyard 
theater ideas and now it gives me backyard theater party ideas backyard theater seating ideas and now we have those kind of long tail keywords that we were looking for and I can just keep going and going and going because now I type backyard theater seating and now it says backyard theater seating seating on a couch backyard theater seating for a big movie you know all those kind of of keywords we just now have a bunch of of articles so i take each one of those i'm going to spend several hours on and every time i get one of those i'm going to write it on my hit list but i'm going to take it a step further instead of just writing the keywords that i found that people are searching i'm going to actually write the headline that incorporates those because it's going to take one less thing that I have to think about when I'm actually publishing, when I'm on my publishing routine. I can just grab it and go. So I might say, um, you know, I might create on my on my hit list, on my Google Doc, I might write 11 creative ways, 11 creative and free backyard theater seating ideas. And now I've just picked the number 11 just out of a hat. But I do that often. I'll just write a number because it really helps me as a writer when I have that number, that goal. And it helps me get past the obvious. So tip number one may be, well, get your couch and drag it out to the back yard you know that's a little bit obvious it's less helpful information because anybody can think of that or lawn chairs well less helpful information because they're probably searching that because they don't have enough lawn chairs and then you have to start getting your mind turning and you say okay well maybe i could get some inner tubes that's cheap and i could blow them up to just kind of be creative seating and i could lay inner tubes all over the backyard uh you know or buy some foam cushions and just set them out there for people to sit or i could in the invite i could just ask people to bring bring a lawn chair you know knowing that i have to get to those 11 ideas helps me to start the wheels turning and think of non-obvious things that will make the the article that i write more helpful and more shareable because it's creative. It has something a little bit more than what they expected. So I'm going to write those headlines just by doing using Google Instant as my keyword research tool. And I find that that works really well. So I would love to see you before you start your publishing routine um, to do all of those steps. I want you to get a bank of about you know seven to ten articles so that you have something in in the in the queue ready to go if if there's a day where you just are choosing you know what I, I really need to spend some time with family and I don't want to be distracted at all tonight let's just make this family day then then you have something for that um, and also I want you to write out your hit list before you begin your publishing routine but once you begin that that publishing routine for the next four months the next six months however long you you decide I, I will not fail in this time then, you know, be a little bit tough with yourself. Remember the benefits that I talked about in, in episode one and the incredible things that having this blogging business has done for my family. Think about when we talked in, in episode two about the business lesson that nobody wants. Uh, the, the fact that it really is complacency that kills most businesses. It's not, you know, not being a good writer or not being smart enough with your blog or not knowing how to get traffic. I've told you how to get traffic. It's not that difficult, but it just requires the person who has enough faith to create something before they've seen the, the results of what it's going to be. So I invite you to start your publishing routine today. 
get out there and start creating an amazing resource, something that you'd brag about uh, to other people that you're like, I created that. Be really proud of, of the creative information that you've put out there on that topic. You know, you see the Google search results for your keyword and you're like, that's junk. I want to create something better than that. And then go out and actually make it over the next few months. Take pride in every article, every piece of content that you make and make it the very best content that you can. If you'll do it, you're going to have something that's really going to change your life. Class is dismissed. Now get out there and start your publishing routine. When you're serious about launching your website, check out Jim's free step-by-step -step tutorials at IncomeSchool.com. Income School is a production of Improv Photography, LLC. Any opinions expressed by guests and callers do not reflect those of Improv Photography, LLC. Results mentioned not typical. Some links mentioned are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Some calls simulated. Improv Photography, LLC is not a law firm and does not give legal or tax advice. Always seek the advice of a competent licensed CPA or lawyer licensed in your jurisdiction before making business decisions.